jasmine, oolong, green, and white. Long ago, these four teas were skillfully brewed at the Blissful Brew. Then, everything changed when the shop's popularity threatened its existence. All Mr. Okoron, the shop's owner and tea master, could do was to recruit four teenage orphans to learn his trade and staff his shop. A year has passed since the orphans were hired, and although their skills have progressed, they still have a lot to learn before they can brew anything. But I believe that they have the potential to make the Blissful Brew the greatest tea shop in the world. Last time on Benders and Brews, an Avatar Legends podcast. The party is in full swing at this point. They have, during the opening ceremony, the owner of the house, Mr. Yotaku, he presented a game, sort of a masquerade game. There's a monetary prize going out to whoever can uh, sort of be the last mask standing. Madam Yang is pacing back and forth. She's very frustrated about uh, missing ingredients. So I'm filling the teacups in my left hand. I have the little bag of tiny rocks. I sneakily put one tiny rock in okay. each cup as the thing is pouring. I earth bend the rock back to me, breaking the cup oh, no. and spilling tea everywhere. I want everyone's attention. Earlier, I discovered there was a mole among our ranks, and I have a theory that she was not working alone. So, I'm going to have a little sit-down with everyone. You watch as they start walking through the ballroom and over kind of out of sight. Uh, feel free to pick any of the masks that are in the room. I'm gonna grab just a regular black and white kabuki mask. You guys are over at the Blissful Brew. With all the failure that Hot Leaf Juice has been experiencing, you guys have experienced a lot of that success from that. That guy from earlier, that guy that you saw that looked a little sketchy, he's still kind of uh, scouting around the area. And I just give him like a death glare. I want to go confront this fireman. Oh yes, my name is Timothy. I have a feeling you've got to be here for some reason. No, I am here on behest of uh, Madame Yang. I'm going to try to nonchalantly follow Madame Yang. What should I be on the lookout for? So you should be on the lookout for some sketchy individuals who might be trying to, at this very moment, steal your tea ingredients from right out of the hand cart. I'm gonna take a couple t- cups of tea and pretend to trip and throw it on the guy. <laughs> okay, hot tea. Back off or else you're gonna get a stick to the head. As you're listening, you can hear Madame Yang through the wall. Good. Now get back out there and do what I've hired you to do. I would like oh. to use my earth sinking ability to trap her underground. Okay. You hear sort of a crash. And welcome back to the Avatar Legends Real Play Podcast that is Benders and Brews. I thought I'd switch it up a little bit there with, the, you know, kind of saying the title after. Benders and Brews. Yes, Benders and Brews. Thank you, Michaela. Mm. <laughs> Ouch. Harsh criticism. Harsh oh, criticism. I thought you said Benders and Booze. Oh, Booze. Oh, sorry. No, that'll be our Halloween episode. <laughs> uh, welcome back, everybody, to episode nine so today's question, I've got everybody here today, which is pretty awesome. Uh, two two episodes ago, we didn't have our Not man, Broccoli, life. Connor, playing Broccoli. Uh, and then last week, we didn't have Michaela playing Mika. We had Boys Night. Boys Night? Boys. I don't know what the one previous to that would have been called. We didn't really Boys come up Night? with a name for it. Whoa. It doesn't feel right when you say it. <laughs> But I wanted to say it. You call it right. pre-boys night or something. I, I gave you guys the boys night. I'm, I suppose I'm that is technically true. That is a, is a technical fair point. Mm-hmm. Without you, we were able to have boys night. <laughs> um, anyways, so uh, question of the day. What is the best way that your character uses to get a good night's sleep? What is it that they enjoy? You know, do they... Do they enjoy a nice warm cup of milk or maybe uh, there's a specific soothe or tea or tea or maybe some specific soothing tune they like to listen to. Maybe they got like a little music box or something that freaks everybody else out, but you enjoy it. Um, what, do you, what do you got? Uh, Michaela, 
what what helps Mika get a good night's sleep? Um, well, she doesn't like to sleep, so she, you know, just does stuff until she passes out. Hmm. So does, it's it's so <laughs> You know, like read a book, take a walk, stare into the abyss. And yeah. she does. Right. Yeah. Poetry. Right. Poetry. Oh. Someone's going to break into no, her room at some point. No, she doesn't write poetry. <laughs> oh, she does sing, though. We she, did experience yeah. that. She's Read very lyrical. Read her diary. She reads her own diary? Yeah. That sounds almost narcissistic. Like, I wrote it, and I'm going to read it. I mean, I don't know, unless it's I like proofreading. I was sad. <laughs> Here's a limerick. <laughs> Here's a limerick about my button that I lost. <laughs> Well, we all kind of mentally unpack that one. Uh, bra or Bill, Bill, what what do you use? Cameron playing Bill, rather. What do you use to uh, get a good night's sleep? Answering for Bill, not Cameron. But you can answer for Cameron afterwards if you want to. Nothing. He just. I I do honestly picture Bill. He just like lays there. And he's then one it, of those and annoying then people. He's asleep. No, he's one of those annoying people that as soon as his head hits the pillow, he oh, just like sleeps. He's that gone. is correct. Yes. Yeah. He doesn't even use How is blankets. that not annoying? You know, That's we're not amazing. we're not gonna unpack yeah, this situation. That, it, it it's annoying because we're all jealous of that. Takes ability. him less than a minute to fall asleep. Goodness. Once he lays his head on a pillow, like a full ten seconds. He starts mm. counting his sheets. Depends sheet. on the day he's one. had. I was just gonna ask actually. No in, sound. In that one black. minute between his head touching the pillow and him falling asleep, what does he do? Uh, what? What's he do? Yeah, like uh, what's he what's he doing? Does mind, he count sheet? Does he mind blank? Oh, okay. He just zones Clean fully sleep. out. Yeah, he doesn't oh. dream either. Oh. It's pretty impressive. Do you do that uh thing where he like No, like, no, I'm joking. Body? I'm joking. Oh. He 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 actually does have something he does. Uh but uh he uh he sleeps in the pitch black. Uh it's dark, uh but he sleeps with his staff in his arms. Mm. It's like his teddy like, bear. It's like his full He's body uh, weeboo pillow. <laughs> and sometimes he smooches it in his yeah, sleep. Yeah, he smooches right. it in his sleep. Does your staff have a name? His staff have a name? Yeah. No. Infection. Like how people <laughs> No, he does not have a name for his staff. I don't he, know. he has a staff, and I said it's named Infection. <laughs> anyways, anyways, interesting. Okay, so he cuddles with his, uh, his bow staff. That's... I wouldn't really say cuddles. He just feels more secure. That's, it's like a security that's the better staff. way. It's like a secure thing. And yeah. also it makes him feel safe. Right. Interesting. Isn't that what secure means? Yeah. Mm, safe, secure. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I don't know. He always wants to f he feel like he's prepared, I guess, in right case on. anything happens. Beep. It's like, well, you don't sleep nude, you know? In oh, yeah. If the no. fire starts, you have to run out completely nude and... Can't relate to that. It's a whole ordeal. So, you know, in yeah. case of a robber breaks in, well, he's got his staff right there. Yeah, the, the firemen, the firemen are like, ew, that guy's naked. <laughs> We're not gonna help him. Also, <laughs> no one, no one plays pranks on Bill while he's sleeping because they're afraid he'll just whack him with his staff while he's sleeping. Classic, <laughs> classic, awesome. Uh, Brock learned that the hard way. Yeah, through <laughs> <laughs> a rock in return, it's fine. <laughs> I, I would jump over to Brock for his answer, but I just have a weird thing about like the order in the table. Nobody knows the order yeah, of the, the order table. Oh, but no you one. would know the order of the table if you follow our Discord and saw the picture that Cameron just posted. Oh. <laughs> I'm not in it. <laughs> well, you can just assume. Uh, all right, so Dave playing Guohan. What, uh, what does Guo do to get a good night's sleep? So Guo goes to the, uh, the upstairs of the shop. Um, he goes... Hangs a hammock in the top rafters above an open window. And he gets in there and he sleeps so he can hear the sound of the passing traffic. Because mm. otherwise it's a little too quiet for him. Oh, he's absolutely. Used to, he's used to the hustle and bustle of a carnival and the weird animal noises. So better than nothing. Yeah. It's not quite the same. But. No, I can, I can totally relate to that. Moving over to the final player. We've got Connor playing Brock. What uh? What does Brock gotta do to to get a good night's sleep in this dang town? So you know, growing up, growing up in the farm, in the farmlands. Yes. You got a lot of a lot of big critters that could uh, come and try and eat you. So goodness. I know it's terrible. So, the way Brock learned how to sleep from a young age is what uh, 
what I might affectionately call the Minecraft first night in hardcore. Sleep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he, he earth bends a chunk of earth out of the ground, steps into it, makes himself a little bed, and then shuts the top. Oh my god. As for protection, obviously, from the large. Do you craters. leave like a little air hole? No, he so suffocates he every night. <laughs> no, you don't need it in mind. That's why he sleeps so, so good. <laughs> In this That's how he sleeps so good. You know, he suffocates. Brock enables cheats so that he doesn't have to breathe. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the, the, so that's only if he's out in the wilderness. If he's at home, he'll just make a stone bed mm. with a stone pillow and a stone blanket. <laughs> it's like a weighted blanket. Yeah, it's exactly like a weighted blanket. You make blanket. your bed every night. Yeah. He makes his he bed every night. <laughs> stone bed, you see... Instead of in the he morning, still wants he makes to feel like he's suffocating. So the stone bed's probably 20, well, we'll say it's two you? feet off the ground. And so he'll earth bend a blanket above him and he'll slam it down onto his torso. <laughs> so, it, so the blanket is now flush with the top of the stone bed. Okay. So his body is inside the rock. You're like <laughs> mummifying yourself. Uh, he's like Han Solo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Carbonite. Every night. Wow. Is it like one of those kids' toys? Not an etch sketch, but the thing. Oh, where you put your hand in it and then like. Oh, with the all the little needles. Stick yeah. out. Yeah, the other side. Yeah. Or like a hot solo and carbonite situation. Yeah. yeah, exactly like that. That's how he sleeps every night. We all have like put our face into it, even though we know like a hundred kids have probably had their hands like all over that. Because <laughs> you're just like, what would it look like, you know? <laughs> Yep. And that way, no one short sheets his bed. That's right. Yeah, yep. that's right. Oh, man. When he goes to, like, the, the mattress store and they're like, do you prefer them soft it's or a, firm? It's called a pin art board. A pin art board. Bro, I want a rock. I want a rock. <laughs> that's awesome. All right. Perfect. Well, with our questions about sleep out of the way, let's get back to where all the characters are actively not sleeping in. Benders and Brews. Uh, Gwau and Bill are both uh, hanging out over at the Blissful Brew booth. Uh, We've got Connor. Actually, I'll come back to that. We've got Mika, who is masked and wandering about the mansion as far as we know. Uh, Not sleeping. Not sleeping, that's correct. Um, in her mask, trying to participate in this strange game that she suddenly has kind of found herself participating in all of a sudden at this rich party. Uh, ironically, also wearing a mask and fancy attire is Brock, who has just managed to drop Madame Yang, who was in another room, uh, through the wall, sort of dropped her into a hole. Is he trying to put her to sleep? <laughs> you that Minecraft it's a real, experience. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real sleep-based episode for how awake everyone is. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick things off with uh, Brock just because I'm sure we're all concerned. What are you going to do now that you've got Madam Yang in a hole? All right, so I got Madam Yang in a hole. You got Madam Yang in a hole. I'm going to go into that room. Okay, I'm going to go into that room that Madam Yang was just in. Okay. There and, are two individuals oh, yeah. in there with her. Don't forget that. Two in- Technically they- three. There's the hypnotized um, employee, and then there's the two that she had that were, like, guarding the door when she wasn't there. Right. So in that case, I still have the lines on the floor. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to earthbend, just do, like, one of the little, little sidekick things. Oh, okay. Sidekick. And conjure a lid on top of the hole that I just put that in the Okay. From the other side, still in my little, little other room. It's like your pet bug. Okay, okay. So they are about to reach down. Her two, like, side bodyguards, whatever, about to, like... They're, they're surprised, obviously. Everybody's taken aback when the hole, like, initially opens up and just swallows Madame Yang into it. Um, so they're taken aback. So before they can respond and, like, grab her hand and try to pull her out, you kick the floor, shooting this rock slab outwards, covering the hole, putting a lid on it. Uh, much like you've done a couple times now to uh, keep Dilbert inside of his little uh, <laughs> makeshift aquarium you guys have created. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, they are very surprised. They are looking about. Madame Yang is furiously shouting from inside of this hole. Let me out. 
Let me out this instant! Ugh, unbelievable! And they are just unsure what to do. Okay, so how many... How many people did Madame Yang pull aside and um, before? So, like, out of... I think you said there were, like, what, two dozen-ish? Yeah. So how did that... We'll say two dozen. Sure. How many did she pull aside before this interaction here? Uh, do you want me to include the one that's in there right now or not include that one? Uh, in, not including that one. Okay, so it'd be, like, three. Like, three, okay. Yeah, she didn't get very far. And then, of course, there's one in the room right now. So. Who is, like, equally confused, pretty startled, uh, kind of just backing up and just standing against the one of the walls, just kind of like very, just like I said, confused, scared. Uh, the person he works for and who is, you know, very controlling of him or her is uh, just got swallowed up by a random hole in the floor yeah. and then resealed <laughs> over. The mouth has closed, yeah. so to speak. So he, he, let's go with he, he is very confused. All right, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk out of my room Walk out of the room I'm in. Okay. I'm gonna... Yeah, I'm gonna conjure up... I'm gonna earthbend, I should say, not conjure. A stone wall on the inside of the room next to me as I walk out and I go and confront the old man again. Okay. So that way they can't get out. Okay. Sounds good. So you're basically... Yeah. So keeping them from being able to get to the door in the first place. Okay. Yep. Uh, yeah, you do that. You do that. So you basically pull up a wall on the inside of this room, causing them to be unable to get to the door. Got it. All right, sounds good. You've essentially trapped them all into uh, this space for the time being. All part of the plan. Awesome. I wanna, I'm gonna go talk to that uh, that uh, guy that said he was with Madame Yang in the last episode. Okay, sounds good. All right, so you, uh, you head out and sure enough, he's still standing there kind of eyeballing the uh the booth from a distance the blissful brew booth from a distance now you had talked to him before didn't you yeah i talked to him okay cool uh and he says oh yes hello it's you again yeah yeah you know um i actually just met uh madam yang the woman who said that uh you're you're here with um yes you know i just talked to her she's a wonderful woman Uh, we just had a lovely conversation uh she sent me out to come get you she said she needed you for something uh, oh, oh, okay. Uh, where is she at right now? Oh, she's in. Uh, she's towards the back. Um, you know, I can take you there. You know, if you want. Uh, yes, of course. Yes, that would be great. Absolutely. You know, this house is a maze as it is. So oh, it's, best it's to so just... large and filled with so many rooms. Oh yeah. I yeah. would lose myself if I lived here. Oh, absolutely. The amount of cleaning a person has to do. Yes, yes. And he follows you as. I mean, he's just kind of rambling on as you guys walk. Okay, so as as we're walking up to it, in conversation, I try to I try to you know I bring down the wall from the inside. As we're walking up, I hide it with a sneeze, with a little okay, <coughs> you know, like how people hide a fart with a sneeze, <laughs> something like that. I do that. Ah, uh, the old combo. Yeah. So to that. so I open I open the door, or I let him go first. Oh, okay, okay. I let him go first in there, and. Uh, can I just try and close the door behind him and then build a wall on the outside? Okay, let me let me play this out. Um, so you say, oh, she's in there, basically. Yeah. Um, you've lowered the wall and everything. He opens the door, and immediately a fist flies out and just punches him right square in the face. And then they grab him. The other, like, so one bodyguard is, like, on one side inside the door. Obviously, they saw when the wall came down and they quickly prepared themselves by the door to attack whoever came in. Um, The other ones on the other side of the door grabs him, who is now, like, kind of stumbling a little bit because he just got punched in the face. Pulls him into the room, slams him up against the the wall, in which case you reseal. Okay, so they, they grabbed him and threw him against the wall. Can I go back into my room and listen in? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, do I need to roll for that? Because I think I had to roll last time. Uh, yeah, give me just a, another, um, I mean, I'd say between the two activities of uh, getting the timing just right with the wall and then going and listening, let's do a, um, rely on your skills and training. Is that for bringing the wall down on time or for listening? Let's let's just go with more listening. Okay. Because it uh, does feel a little weird because, like, what if you, you know, failed or something? Rely on skills and training. That's focus. So I don't have. Eight. Oh, five. 
Jeez. Um, all, all you're hearing is like Charlie Brown adult voices. Just... <laughs> all right. Well. But they don't, though, I guess, if anything, the one thing that you do notice is that they don't sound, um, I don't want to say like violent, but kind of like aggressive. They sound like things have cooled down, possibly once they realized who it was. Okay. To the extent of they're not obviously wailing on him and probably apologizing. <laughs> okay, so. At this point, I'll just go back into the party and I'll try and mingle amongst the people while thinking of a next move. Okay, sounds good. Uh, with that, I'm going to cut back over to the duo at the Blissful Brew. You guys are, are fiercely, you know, serving customers as they come by, filling up teacups, filling up uh, sort of those like side ingredients, whether it be the honey jar or the fruit you know things along those lines that you can kind of decorate or put into your teas uh whatever the case uh, the sugar you guys are trying to keep everything stocked and everything and then uh mr okron he approaches you guys he is like he is like sweating uh he's actually sort of <laughs> taking the top half of his robe off at this point oh, um he's been both working super hard you know with a lot of physical activity uh, while he's been making this tea, and then to top it off, you know, the tea is like the big pot is over a fire, so it's very hot where he's working from. So is Mr. Okarod. That's right. <laughs> so he stands there in front of you in quite a state, um, and he says, No, oh, uh, uh, whoa, we, Bill, we have a bit of a problem. We're running out of ingredients. It seems that whatever's going on with the hot leaf juice inside, all the customers have come out here for tea. And I mean, on a, a such a beautiful night as this, I can't imagine why not. And so, we've just we've served too many customers, and we don't have much left. I'm not really sure what to do. Do you guys have any ideas? Yeah, we're down to our last crock of honey. What a bother! But. <laughs> Sneaking a Winnie the Pooh reference. Uh, well, I love how you conveniently waited. What a bother! What a bother! Yeah, Wait for, for laughter. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. I'll do we a, had a laugh boom. track on this, right? Well, didn't Mika say they were gonna? She stopped somebody from going to the market, so there must be someplace nearby where, he, where we could get some more ingredients. You might be right, but the thing I worry about is whether or not they're even still open. It is growing quite late. It, uh, it looks like it's about uh, maybe 8 o'clock or so. Maybe 9. Do you know where Brock is? I haven't seen him in quite a while. But Miki either. Yes. You think she's... Still having trouble changing into her uniform? He's, he's, uh, Brock, Brock's uh, occasionally, It's uh, been two episodes. <laughs> Brock's busy stealing, uh, our teacups, apparently, and Mika is gone. Gone. Mika died? <laughs> and Mr. Okaron falls on his knees, and he starts, you can't tell if it's sweat or tears, but you assume by his, like, his coughs of emotion that it must be tears at this point. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> what could have possibly happened to her? No, no, I think Mika just got caught up in the party spirit and it's like a night such as this I'm not gonna work. Oh, oh. oh. that is a relief. Is this not what you think of me? <laughs> you had me so worried. <laughs> Do you just Ooh. assume that if we just disappear for a couple hours, we're dead, Mr. Okaron? Well, not unless someone looks me in the eye and says that they're gone, gone. <laughs> for good. Bill, we need to work on your, t your I never phrasing. said for good. You, you said she's gone. Like, really gone. Well, I'm sorry, random, I'm sorry, random patron. This is no discussion <laughs> that belongs to you, okay? We'll get you your tea in time. Some guy that's obviously, he doesn't even have a mask on because he lost the game already. Yeah, he's just like leaned over like, well, he did say he's gone, gone. <laughs> sure, yes. Also, uh, could I get some more honey? <laughs> We're down to our last smackerel, apparently. Uh, no bother. No bother. Is that what he says? 
It's very a lot of input oh, from this wow. guy. <laughs> and he walks away I just mean, drinking his raw. As tea. a person who actually uh, you know knows nothing about tea, I have zero solutions for this situation. That's okay, pal. I uh, appreciate the honesty. Yeah, so I could just leave. Wait, well, hold on oh, now. No, can you go find Brock? Can I find Brock? Sure, yeah. I guess I can find Brock. I mean, I kind of know what he looks like. He's currently in a disguise, so that's a little weird. Oh, that's true, that's true. We worked together yeah. for five years. Yeah, because he showed up that. and took our tea oh, yeah. in a disguise, and then I assumed someone was just stealing our tea, and then Brock was like, no, it's me, and started winking at me under a mask. Which I was still confused because a lot of people have been weak- winking at me under masks tonight. So. Wait, are you telling me that Brock was able to wink at you? Oh, I'm so proud of the boy. He's been practicing his wink. He always blinks instead of winks. And I've just, I've tried everything to try to, you know, I've held his eyelid open for him. Anything it takes, because he just, he was really intent on learning to wink, you know, and I just, I can't believe tonight was the night, you, you know. know Mr. Okron, have you ever been told that you just do too much for us? You I, know? <laughs> nothing is too much for you guys. I, okay. I love all of you so much, and well, you've brought so much joy to my life. Well, I, I wish I could have seen it. Uh, seeing Brock wink for the first time yes, yes. would have been like watching a child learn to Mild take the first Mr. <laughs> can I leave now? Like, You're going to come back, right? No, I'll be gone, gone. And with that, Bill just starts walking away <laughs> with his staff. Such a jerk. And he turns around. <laughs> he says, watch the shop, Guau. Okay. I'll do what I can. All right, so Bill, you you walk off into the party. Uh, Brock, what are you said you were just gonna go mingle, so yeah, just sort of blend in, keep a low profile. Okay. I guess I could probably go back and check out the blissful brew. Sure, sure. Well, then on your way, you actually run into uh, Bill, who obviously isn't wearing a mask, um, and he more or less uh, notices yours. And Bill's a pretty attentive guy, I'd say, so he he remembers which mask and stuff you were wearing right. and, and catches you. Bill walks up behind uh, Brock, and he's like, Ah, there's the tea culprit I've been looking for. And it, like, scares Brock. He's like, oh. Okay, you steal two glasses, <laughs> two... What do they call it? Two teacups, and suddenly you're labeled as a criminal. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So what are you doing out here? Why aren't you manning the, manning the pop-up shop? Well, you see, uh, there's been a... How busy is it around us? In your immediate... Yeah. Um, I'd say you're probably still inside the mansion, so pretty busy. Oh, uh, Bill's gonna like, like, kind of usher Brock to the side. Okay. And he's gonna, under his breath, he's gonna say, "Well, you and Mika have done a great job because apparently every single customer from Hot Leaf has just been coming to our stand, Blissful Brew, and now we're out of supplies." What kind of supplies do you need? Like, everything? I have absolutely no idea, uh, because I don't know tea. Uh, Mr. Okoran just said we're out of ingredients, so... Well, it just so happens I know where some ingredients are. I like just... the ones you stat-ditched for us? Yeah, they may or may not have been launched into the, into the uh, topiary maze in the backyard. You, you threw them into the maze? I didn't throw them. Launched them. You launched them. Well, yeah. That is cooler. I will admit that, but... Uh, and if I can get a bit meta here, if I recall correctly, my roll made it to where they're all condensed in one location. So... We find one card, we can find them all, and then we would not be I mean, in the weeds. If that's where you know ingredients are, let's just go right there and start looking, I guess. Alright, how good are you with mazes? Oh, I'm a natural. Then uh, I'll, I'll let you go. Wink. <laughs> Hey, don't weaken me. That's my thing. <laughs> okay. He's yeah, you just apparently you just mastered it. I don't. Oh yeah, did Mr. Okron tell you? Did he tell you how he held my eyelids open? <laughs> yeah. Hey, what a guy, right? What a guy. <laughs> That's one way of describing. Uh, with that, Bill starts leaving to go to the maze. All right, I guess I'm by myself again. <laughs> Hey everyone, Skylar the Game Master here to share with you another review we received on iTunes from one of our amazing listeners who took a little time out of their day to share their appreciation for the show. Great like a warm cup of tea. The story is best described as a slice of life with dash of crime. 
The characters and their light-hearted antics, which include kidnapping a cephalopod, balances the show serious foundation of giant corporations obliterating small rivals in a quest to create a bland culture that can be easily commodified and sold. Overall, this show has been a delightful surprise. The premise, a local tea shop struggle to take back a contract from a national tea chain, creates a fun, intimate, and focused story. A big contrast from the epic adventures of the Avatar franchise on which it's based. A sprinkling of sound effects and voice acting, as well as excellent editing makes for a polished product anyone, not just the fans of the show, can enjoy. We the cast of Benders and Brews podcast just want to say an absolutely massive thank you to Willow for writing such a thoughtful review. It's audience response like this that really makes the show and all the hard work that we put into it totally worth it. If you listen through iTunes or you have an Apple account, it would really mean a lot to us if you would also take the time to drop us a review there and let us know how we're doing. It helps the podcast and assists in promoting the show through the Apple Podcast platform so that others can find and enjoy the podcast as well. And it sure would mean a lot to all of us who spend hours recording and editing the show. Once again, a huge thank you to Willow for this review. Now let's get back to the show. I mean, Brock, you can follow me if you want. Can I launch you in the maze? Do it. No. Then I don't want to go. Okay, well. Oh, wow. Walk through a maze. All right. So, Bill, you uh, you head to the to the back. Mika, what are you doing? Yeah, I was supposed to find an outfit, so yeah. I'd be more in a disguise. Right. And then I was going to go into the ma- maze just for kicks and giggles okay because you've found an outfit at this point oh well then i'm i'm in the maze or headed to the maze okay you're headed to the maze let's go with that okay time goes so you are headed to the maze you have a mask on too right that's right um what what kind of mask do you have on i don't know what you look like so um a fox oh okay a white she's a kitsune yep so she's headed to the maze, and you see Bill as he is also approaching the uh, opening of the maze. And obviously he doesn't recognize you. You just look like, you know, a party goer with a mask on and everything. But you recognize him because he does not have that kind of stuff on. Um, just putting that info out there. I mean, if you want to do something with it or not, whatever you want to do. Uh, Bill just kind of walks past this stranger goes, oh, uh, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And he um, like shimmies past her. I'm going to... Left or right? I'm going to follow hmm. him like a shadow. I always go right. That's <laughs> what my papa taught me. And, and, and sta- standing outside of the maze is a servant. And they go, oh, are you going to uh, go into the maze today? Yeah, I'm going Tonight. right. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, well, just so you know. Is this... there a map? Ah, uh, no, there is no map of the maze. Oh. That would really ruin really the fun. That would be more of a natural. Uh, but just to forewarn <laughs> you, uh, there are rumors that a, a spirit lives inside of this maze. We love that. What kind of spirit we <laughs> Do you say that? Yeah. Okay, we love that. Sure. Is this the spirit? Oh, no. Oh, I don't believe so. No. No. Okay. They yeah. say it is uh, the spirit of lost that. things. And they say if you find it, it will help you find something that you've lost, but only if you can solve its riddle. That's where the riddle Oh, I'm not really... Okay, I guess I'll solve it. I am a little high-strung right now uh, well, I because, of, because of a lot of stress in the party and stuff, and uh, uh, no promises on... Anyways, I'm walking in now. Uh, okay, uh, we'll have a nice time in the maze. Nice time. Sounds like you could have used Guohan in yeah. the... The spirit of secrets. <laughs> Isn't Gohan the smart one of the party? Yeah, like, you can go get him. Uh, no, Bill... Uh, no, he's, he's determined. <laughs> see, that's the problem with Bill. He's determined to find this crate uh, because that was the mission he was sent out on and he would feel like he would look like a bit of a doofus if he came back empty-handed mm-hmm. because of a little spirit. Uh, can I make this really stigma. difficult for you? Because if he's only going to go right, I want to go left. <laughs> oh, that's just gonna make things really difficult then. all right all right oh. so you bill goes right and uh um, are you actually gonna go left i thought you were following me oh i was but then i say left 
and you say, no, I'm going right, and I go left. I'm not listening to instructions from a stranger, let alone a servant. Bill was taught very well by his I'm parents not, about avoiding like strangers. Person, basically. Uh, I'm not talking about you as the servant. Rich people can person. still be strangers, Michaela. Yeah, yeah but they don't no. look like a servant is what no, I'm getting the other at. person was a servant. Because he said, I'm not taking right, right, directions right. from a stranger, much less a servant. Oh. Yeah, just, correct. Right. That's but classic. Just, okay. Fine. All right. So, Bill, you you go to the right. And you're, you know, walking along and stuff like that. Yeah. And eventually, you um, you come across, like, another couple that's – I say another couple. You come across a couple that is, you know, walking through the maze, you know, very romantically holding hands, giving each other goo-goo eyes. They see you. They're like, oh. And they, like, kind of, you know, um, act like they weren't canoodling or anything, you know. Until you you pass them. Uh, And then you walk a little further and you start to realize that there's a a lot of couples in this maze. (laughs) Uh, Because you pass like maybe one or two more couples uh, giggling amongst themselves, you know, things like that. It's kind of awkward. They they eye eye you a little bit weird because you're by yourself. Mm. You kind of get the feeling that the whole idea of like going into a maze at night is really a couples thing. Um, I mean, obviously you have a mission, but I digress. Um, at one point you actually hear someone shout, Hey, honey, I found a banana mango over here. <laughs> What's that doing in this maze? <laughs> uh, what direction is that coming from? Uh, it's coming from like, it'd be straight ahead of you, you know, minus the fact that there's, you know, hedge walls straight in front of you. Uh, can Bill stick his hand through the hedge wall? Yeah. Is it, does it go out the other side? Um, you'd have to take like maybe two step, two to three steps to get all the way through. Uh, can Bill just like back up and just, just jump through it? <laughs> since since you're doing it this specific way, uh, I'm gonna say push your luck. Nine. Nine. Okay. So you successfully just kind of start plowing through these uh, s- these walls in this maze. Uh, the downside is, is that you get like real scraped up pretty bad. You a take a fatigue. fatigue. Am I on the other side now? Mm-hmm. As the people who said something on the other side? Uh, yeah, you see a, you see a man in a very fine robe. Uh, he's wearing a mask and he's standing there holding a banana mango and he's shouting for somebody. Oh, there's a, and then he's, oh, he sees you just like burst through the maze. He's oh, like, oh, I he clutches his banana mango. I tripped. Oh, are you okay? No, I tripped. Oh, dear me. Oh, yes. Yeah. Let me help you up. Yeah. Take my hand. Sure. Bill takes his hand, stands up. And then Bill just kind of walks around him and then just starts looking for a crate or something. Uh, I dare say so. What was it that you are looking for? Uh, those mango. The mango thing you got there. Oh, oh, well, uh, I can give it to you after I show my film. No, I don't care if you keep it. It's just, oh. uh, that came from something else in It this came maze. from the ground, so I don't really want to keep it. <laughs> oh, I don't want it either. I'm just looking for well, similar. I guess I'll toss it once I've... Oh, yes. Well, I found a trail of fruit leading just over behind, uh, around the corner here. Uh, Bill's gonna look around the corner. Does he see a trail? Yes. Is it, like, laid one after another? No. Okay. I was gonna say, <laughs> this is all suspicious. With me. Well, Bill's gonna start, well, he's gonna say, oh, well, thank you. Uh, that's exactly what I've been looking for. <laughs> well, I was lost in this maze. Can't even find my fiance. But I should have helped you find something. <laughs> I love your laugh. Well, thank you. Okay, I'm leaving now. Bye, sir. Bye. Have a nice night. You got roasted for being single. <laughs> uh. Yeah, he never actually had a fiance. He's just been shouting for, like, somebody... <laughs> That doesn't even exist. Hey, maybe maybe he'll find the, someone else who is also lying about a fiance, and then they will be perfect for each other. He'll have a lovely night with his banana mango. Oh, oh no! Anyways, we are smoothies. Yeah, uh, smoothies. <laughs> many smoothie adventures. I will Anyways. follow the trail. All right. So you follow this this. Well, it's a very short trail because you oh. you quickly find the crate. Oh, look at that stuff. That's. It's like one of the corners is busted, and that's where stuff kind of spilled out as it, like, hit the ground. Um, the fruit itself, I mean, for the most part, is intact. Especially the stuff that's still, like, inside the crate. It's just, like, one of the corners kind of just, like, got obliterated. 
and some of the fruit kind of spilled out on the trail, you know, a little distance just from the, the um, impact, basically. Bill's going to so. kind of pick up close fruit and then okay. just kind of rub it on his, like, vest and he's just going to okay. place it into the crate. Okay. And then he's going to pick up the crate and then start heading back the way he came. All right. right. Pick up the crate? Yeah. You're transported to a graveyard. Oh! Oh, it was a port key. Ooh! <laughs> What game are we playing? <laughs> we have left Avatar Legends and we have entered Avatar Dungeons and Dragons. Um, okay, yep, yep. So you're basically, you start, you know, picking up all this fruit and stuff like that. Now, when you say you go back the way you came, does that include plowing through several hedges? No, I would just go back down the way I came and right. then I would just hop through the hole I made. Right. And then just go back that way. Okay, all right. Sounds good. Uh, yeah, I mean, after a while, it takes you maybe a little bit longer, like you, you have to double back a couple of times, but all things considered, you're eventually able to, to figure out where it was that you were supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, because I'm a natural, it mazes. Uh, sure. But whatever the case, yeah, okay, so you make it you make it outside of the maze. I go back to the Blissful Brew stand. Okay. On your way back, yeah. uh, you notice a hot leaf juice employee that's walking by. Uh-huh. And just, you know, out of the corner of their eye, you see them notice you mm-hmm. and see your your crate full of ingredients labeled with their logo on it. Oh, is it? Mm. <laughs> well, it, I guess I wouldn't know that. I didn't look. That's okay. <laughs> and turns and starts walking somewhat aggressively towards you. Does Bill see this? Yes. Um, he's just going to keep walking the same way he's going. Okay, okay. Eventually, uh, this this employee, this HLJ, <laughs> sounds so weird to say it like that, employee approach, or like manages to catch up to you, and they're like, Hey, what do you think you're doing with that box? I'm taking it to my stand. Roll, roll a trick. I know, I know you might not intentionally mean it as a trick, but the way you phrased it, technically, I mean, you could be like... Five. Oh, okay. Uh, he sees that you have the, the Blissful Brew uniform on, and he says, What are you doing with our fruit? This must be the fruit that's been missing all day. Uh, Bill's going to quickly uh, and obviously glance at the side of it, <laughs> where he now sees for the first time it's got a clear logo on it. He goes, Oh, well... I found it in the maze, I was and I figured, you know, something lost in the maze clearly isn't being used, so I figured, eh, my tea company, I was just in the maze, and I was like, hey, my company could use this. I feel like you guys must have taken it and stashed it in the maze until later. Why would, if we, if we wanted it, why didn't we just take it? Because then people would have seen the big old logo on the box when you guys first started and would have been like, hmm, what's up with that? You I see, don't know. I didn't actually see this logo, uh, so clearly that would have been a problem earlier. Yeah, well, now that you've seen it, you know that it doesn't belong to you. Now give it back. Nah. He's, he seems like he's getting kind of upset, and he, he starts to, like, grab the box. Like he's going to try to rip it out of your hands. Uh, hey, buddy, um, no one likes your guys' tea. Well, because they we don't have all our ingredients. That's not what I've been <laughs> hearing. I've been hearing it just tastes bad, and honestly... Because we don't have all our ingredients! They're all coming to our stand, and we've already, I've already had a couple of your friends trying to steal our tea, and I had to beat them off with a stick. Oh, this stick, and he kind of, like, motions of the stick behind him. He goes, yeah, so, like, I want to do it to you, but I will do it to you. Just let go of the tea, and I'm going to... Leave you alone. All right. Roll, roll and intimidate. Nine. I'm going to do it to him so if, you, he, if he does anymore. And he has to pick one of these options, but he gets to pick. Uh, yeah, he's going to attack you, but he's off balance. So I'm going to mark a condition for this hot leaf juice employee. Exchange. Exchange. Okay, so he is marked angry. I know an action I want to do. Okay. But I don't know what it would fit under. Okay. I wanted to, <clears throat> I wanted to, uh, when he advanced to me, to toss the crate at him. Okay. So that he would catch it. And then when he was going to catch it, and he would be off balance by the weight he's quickly catching, Bill would 
take out his staff and then sweep his legs. Right. Um, let's say, let's call it a strike, because one of the options on strike is to have them mark a condition. Okay. And, so, and so what you could do is mark a condition to have them uh, basically stunned. stunned. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Sounds good. He's also going to take the advance and attack option. So, um, but players, I believe, roll first. So feel go ahead and, and do yours. Twelve. Twelve. Oh wow. Okay. Jeez. So you get to pick like. Give him a wedgie. double check here. <laughs> yeah, you get to choose. <laughs> you can. Uh, Mark one fatigue to use a learn technique. You can use one practice technique. You can use two basic or mastered techniques. So you have quite a bit of options here. I mean, you, you said you were going to... I mean, honestly, if you wanted to, you could just do... Uh, I think technically speaking, you're not supposed to take the same one twice. But I don't see an issue with it. Especially given the way that you described it. If you wanted to strike twice, since the first one is to essentially throw... The box at him. Could I, for example, strike him, which knocks him to the ground, and then pressure him? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, if I do that, then I knock him to the ground. And then, uh, because my idea was after he's fallen to the ground, he's got this crate, like, in his hands, uh, kind of, like, stumble to the ground. Maybe he even dropped it. Uh, we could say that he's trapped, but he took since a, you can yeah, mark a condition, you it, could say he's trapped. I don't care which one it is, because which, regardless of how he lands, Bill's then just going to point the staff at like the side of his head. Okay. And he's going to say, I'll be taking that box of crate. I'll take that crate now. Okay, so I'm just going to say, yeah, okay, so you throw the crate at him, like you said you would. Yeah, just uh, him, it, yeah. him being, like, ready to attack you, it throws him off balance. He's not expecting it. So he catches it, but in the process falls backwards. Now this, like, 80-pound, 70-80-pound crate of fruit is on top of him, uh, and he's just, like, laying there practically sprawled out. He's trying to push it up. You put your bow staff up to his head, and you say, I'll be taking that fruit now. And he says, ah, yeah. Yeah, go ahead, dig it. Yeah, yeah, it really hurts. Okay, and then Bill's just going to, like, give him, like, a look that's like, don't mess with me. Mm-hmm. And he's going to slide the staff back onto his back and then uh, just pick up the crate off of him. Okay, sounds good. You pick up the crate. Uh, the guy kind of lays there for a second. I mean, he's he's kind of just, oh, gosh. <gasps> Trying to catch his breath, <laughs> essentially. So he's, he's not bothering you. Okay. Bill's going to just kind of pick, you know, pick up the crate and he's going to start walking away. Okay. Eventually you do see that, you know, you kind of like look back yeah. and you notice that, you know, he does stand up. He looks pretty beat up and he just kind of limps back into the mansion. Yeah. So, I mean, Bill assumes that won't be the last of him, but he already has a plan. So sure. Now that he knows that there's a marking on the hot li- on that uh, crate, yeah, he's going to turn the look at them around the box. Was it only on one side of the box, or was it? Uh, I'd say like one on each side. On the wide sides or whatever. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Okay, so he's going to hold it on those logos. That's how he's going to hold it. So his hands are like kind of covering those logos, and then when he gets to the crate, he's going to be like, "Oh, Mr. Okron, look, I found some, I found some fruit. Maybe we can make more fruit teas, you know?" Where? Or, uh, oh my gosh, where did you find this fruit? Funny enough, I found them in the hedge maze. What? I, apparently, it, I think it was part of a game. I don't know for sure, but oh, I figured, you so know. kind of like the mask game. I figured, you know, fruit and tea sounds good. Oh, so. yeah, obviously, yes. Let me see. Let me see. And he, he and reaches he says, over. Oh, wait, hold on. And, oh. he's, and he takes, Bill then walks over to the cart. Okay. He sees an open spot, and he's just going to turn the cray over sure. and flip it over and just dump all the fruit into the cart. Oh, oh, oh careful, careful. We don't, we don't want to bruise it. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. I've, this fruit's been through worse. Oh, and boy. He, uh, <laughs> it's a big old crack Bill on that box. And then takes the box. He's like, oh, take a look at it. See, it's pretty yeah, good oh, fruit. Yeah, oh, yeah. When Mr. Okran looks down, Bill's then going to snap the sides of the box Oh. On the nice sides of the box oh. when he's not looking. Oh, okay. He's sure he's going to hear and he'll look up and he'll be like, oh, the box was bad. Ugh, I'll, I'll get rid of it. And then oh. Bill just starts taking sure. pieces oh, yeah. and he finds like... You want to throw them in the fire? Yeah, he finds a fire, yeah. And he just saves tosses them in the fire. saves me a trip to go get more wood. Yeah, <laughs> finds a fire, tosses them, and he walks back. He's like, yep, there you go. Oh, oh, so strange. This solved. is... Some of the, these ingredients are... All, Exactly what my recipe calls for. Oh, well. This is quite the strange game. Did they plan this explicitly for us? 
I feel like they planned it for us in Hot Leaf Juice. They would said, oh, well, let's take their ingredient list and let's get them a restock and hide it on the pro. What? <laughs> these guys, these rich people, Bill, I tell you what. I don't know, but the rich people that were in the hedge maze really were loving these fruit. Oh, they were at uh, all. They, one guy wouldn't shut up about it. Oh, so uh, he did open up this game to the whole party. Yeah, so, so but I felt like, you know, fruit in a maze versus fruit that's accessible to all in a tea would be slightly better so that's why i kind of took it for myself i didn't ask anyone uh-huh. maybe i should have asked like steven with a v but you know yeah well we're I here mean, now i i'm sure you know like you said i mean why else would a crate full of fruit be in a maze that's, that's what not, i thought too. that's too ridiculous to possibly be like a storing place i mean yeah. some of these fruits have to be kept cold and, yeah that's what i was thinking uh, it just seems ridiculous anyways I, well uh, fantastic find bill you did very good i'm very proud of you thank you oh thank you that means a lot oh yes absolutely i color me blown away <laughs> i'm just all right anyways let's get to work <laughs> let's get this tea going <laughs> all right and bill just kind of takes up his usual position in the front uh to serve customers, and I guess he's now promoting the fresh fruit tea that they just got right uh, on. in stock. So Now, Guo, out of curiosity, while they were gone, we'll do a little bit of backtracking. Is there anything you were up to specifically? You had a lot of customers coming by. They wanted tea. Uh, you were kind of like draining the just the little bit left you guys had in the pot. I mean, you might have even been... I mean, I don't know, watering some down maybe, adding a little extra water to it to, to make it last. Uh, Mr. Okoron obviously is is just doing his best to really just maximize the ingredients that you guys have left. So um, Yeah, Guo was, uh, he was doing like flights of tea samples oh, okay. to make the most use of what they had left. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, yeah, some of the people, well, some of the people would walk by and they'd be like, "Oh, is this um, is this alcoholic tea?" <laughs> uh, I mean, it can be if you supply your own. <laughs> oh, B Y O D. Bring your own drink, you say? Oh, mm. yeah. Oh, mm. <laughs> and then uh, he calls out. He's like, "You there, servant? Bring us a uh, raspberry cordial." He's talking to me. No, 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 no. He's talking to. <laughs> he's talking to like just a passerby oh, uh, servant. Oh, and the servant says, "Oh, yes, right away, sir," and rushes off back into the house. And shortly after, brings out a bottle of this uh, this wine, which he then takes a uh, some flights of your. Is that what you call them? You just call them flights, right? Like they're just. Yeah. Yeah, the glasses, right? Okay. He starts pouring just a just a little bit of wine in each one of them. And he starts kind of like handing them to some of his friends that he's gathered around him. He's like, oh, let's try them. Oh, oh, this is quite delectable. Mm. Say, uh, you know, I could could heat that up for you if you wanted to. Mm, uh, sure. So, yeah, he takes it, uh, he puts it in a, uh, a pot and heats it over the fire. Okay, um, to allow it to kind of like fully mix into yeah. itself okay okay reserve it back Ooh, mm, quite the experience i made this for you <laughs> drink my tea wine <laughs> the irony of the situation is that it's actually brought more customers over <laughs> because uh now you've got these people these high society people that are just uh, uh excitedly sipping away at this tea wine that they've kind of uh, with your I, help discovered, and they're like, "Who do you serve? The, do you serve this at your tea shop? Is this uh, one of like the late night specials?" Uh, it's kind of a secret menu item. You ever heard of that? Oh no! Only I mean, I've heard many secrets, but not about a secret menu. Only those in the know can ask for it. You know. Oh well, does that mean that I now know? <laughs> and I just uh, tap my nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> he taps his nose back. He says, "Oh, sir." Oh, uh, and then, is that guy who who asked for the cordial still around? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's the one you're talking. Oh, about. Okay. yeah, yeah. Sorry. That's him. Yeah. Uh, He's kind of taking the lead on this whole like, thing. Uh, hey, would you mind? Uh, we're actually running low on. Uh, some of our supplies. Would you mind getting that servant to bring us some more 
some more of this cordial. Oh, of course. <laughs> Excuse me, servant. Could you supply them with uh, whatever you need? Uh, I would like to make sure that this drink is kept on tap all night long. Yes, yes. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. I mean, I'm a little young to be asking for that. He'd probably think. Oh I'm yes, of no course, good. of course. <laughs> I see. That's funny. Yes. No. Yeah. If you uh, if you guys keep this coming, I tell you what, I'll make sure everybody stop from this whole party stops by your booth. And I left the stand the with Guohan in charge. I did not expect it to come back to it. Turned into a bar. <laughs> He's running a little... He's running easy. a distillery over there. <laughs> He's gone for 15 minutes. This is, this is what Guohan <laughs> dreams of doing when Mr. Okaron gives the shop to him eventually. You know what the real <laughs> human can is? Dream. The real, it, all, it all started with him giving that one really weird drink to that drunk yeah. guy and how his dream He's has like, been... Hmm, he liked it. <laughs> what else can I make? Well, and then I think that the real humor to this, too, is that uh, Guo's idea to make tea wine is obviously greatly receptive by people, but Guo's idea to hold a block party got shot down pretty dang fast. Because <laughs> beating people up and stealing from rich people is way better. <laughs> I suppose that's That was fair. Guo secretly trying to get his, uh, his, his alcoholic tea out there. We shot it down, so he's like, I've got a different way. I'll wait till they're all gone. This is going to be like the next big thing. Uh, Mr. Ogaron is so like focused on trying to make sure that all his ingredients last and whatnot that he has no idea that Guo is doing what he's doing. Um, but obviously, uh, it's working. So Yeah, like he's, well, he's stoking the fire. Guo is just like pouring the, the wine into the kettle. Yep. Right yep. next to him. <laughs> he turns his back and he pours them in the... Yeah. It's okay, everybody here's an adult. <laughs> I'm spiking the tea. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, we are going to have to... Okay, well, uh, you well, know, after... people prefer this over hot leaves. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> they got more than they were bargaining for. So you continue to do that. Brockman, or eventually Bill comes back. This is what happens when we have two characters that both start with B. So Bill, I mean, Bill Rock returns. could come back. I don't know. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I could, but it's not my part of the story. <laughs> Bill, Bill returns to uh, Blissful Brew's booth to find that there are even more people there than when he left. <laughs> Excitedly getting drinks right now at your booth. You're almost confused as to, like, where is it all coming from? So, uh, yeah, you had that conversation with Mr. O, and then I'm like... Oh, some of this fruit would be perfect for a garnish on this, <laughs> this new drink I came up with. Yeah, everyone, hey, uh, Guau, uh, and uh, Bill's going to kind of take a little Guau to the side with the fruit. He's going, hey, what's this special order they keep asking for? Like, they keep coming back asking for seconds and thirds, and... I don't remember this secret menu. Oh, yeah. Also, by the way, uh, Bill, every time someone asks for the secret menu drink, I swear, do they wink? They wink at Oh, you. come on! These people! <laughs> and they tap their nose. They no. tap their nose. That's right. They're asking for a secret menu and winking at me? What did you do while I was gone? Don't tell Mr. Okaron, but yeah, we were running out of stuff. And uh, I was trying to stretch it as much as I could. I was doing, like, samples and flights of different kinds. All smart, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, then, and then this one guy, that guy right over there. Oh, uh, the guy in line for his fifth? Yeah. You just hear, oh. <laughs> Yeah, the one staggering. Uh, he asked for some wine, some cordial. It's like fruity wine to... Well, obviously wine's fruity, but... Uh, Extra strong. He was he was putting it in his drink, and that gave me an idea. Maybe we could heat that up. So, I I did, and that's what's in the kettle right now. So you, <laughs> you see, like Mr. Okerhan happily stirring. <laughs> so you, oh, I fully understand now. Okay, you know what? I love this idea. I think it's going to bring even more customers. Yes, it has. We uh. We really need to keep this hushed because I'm pretty sure Mr. Okron does not have a liquor license. So, uh, yeah. Especially if he finds out a, how you say, 
minor was the one serving the liquor. I think that might be even more of an issue. But worst comes to worst, Gohan. I'll take the blame. Don't worry about it. And uh, Bill just kind of turns around and goes, Ah, special order coming right up. And Whoa. Bill gives them a wink. Wonderful. He's I adapting. <laughs> And I'll work on making some fake mustaches just to yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> See? That's why we keep you around, Guan. You're the That's man right. with the plan. Bill's going to turn around looking. Guan's fancy <laughs> yeah. nice mustache. Cut a little bit of hair off of his head and just fashion stuck it to his <laughs> upper lip. Uh, we're going to transition real quick over to uh, Mika. Uh, Mika, who is currently wandering through the maze... Um, I'm, I'm not wandering. I know where I'm going. Well, she knows exactly where she's going. Where are you going, then? Uh, the center of the maze. Okay. Ah. Sure enough. How would you know you're there? Sure that there's some, like, elaborate thing in the middle of the maze. Like, that's how most fancy mazes are. Mm-hmm. Once you get to the, the middle, crates. there's something cool. That's where all the people... The crates never ended up in the middle of the mm-hmm. maze, though. They're not they? looking for the crates. Oh, you just went to wander I'm, the maze? I'm trying to hide from everybody. I think she assumed Bill was going through the maze. HLJ is looking for the maze. me. HLJ's out to get I think she's, like, racing Bill secretly. No, I'm not racing. I literally am going into the maze so people can't find me. Ah, that's smart. Well, you gotta be prepared for some riddles. I can do and that. And also for a lot of people making out. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's a ton of that. That's probably as, in the middle of the maze. As long as I don't have to make out, you know, that's fine. I would certainly hope not because your your character's under 18, right? No, she's like 18. 17? I think, I think 17. I think yeah. we all agreed everyone here is 17, but Guohan, who is 15? Yeah, I'm 17. So I guess 14, I'm still a minor. 14, that's what I thought. So the last one who should be serving alcohol is <laughs> <laughs> a 14-year-old. That's why, that's why Bill was like, I'll, I'll take the blame if anything, because like, a 17-year-old serving alcohol is a little more forgiving than like, like, yeah, whatever, a, 17. a 14-year-old <laughs> serving alcohol. <laughs> uh, okay, so Mika, I'm going to have you roll and assess the situation. You just can't take it that I'm so good at what I do? Well, one of the questions in here is literally, what is my best way out, in, or through? So Let's oh. assess the situation. It is I creativity. Creativity. Ooh, that's 11. 11. Okay. Yep. So you can actually ask two questions out of the list. So the list includes, what here can I use to blank? You insert the blank. Uh, who or what is the biggest threat? What should be uh, should I be on the lookout for, and what's my best way in, out, or through? Oh, and then there's also who or what is in the greatest danger. Well, I obviously want the best way in, out, or through. Right to get to the center. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you're able to essentially yeah deduce your way through um, to the center of the maze. So what should I be on the lookout? <laughs> Okay, actually, I'm going to use that. So part of what, since Mika is literally just on her way to the center of the maze with the idea of just trying to avoid people finding her, um, basically what she's on the lookout for, it's less about what she's on the lookout for and more what she finds. Um, She finds a strange glowing sort of like wisp, like a cloudy wisp that leads her through the maze. If she chooses to follow it, I assume. Yeah, why not? So as you follow this weird, strange, glowing blue wisp, you are able to find your way to the center of the maze. And in the center of the maze is a spirit. Uh, It resembles sort of like one of those eye-eyes, A-Y-E, A-Y-E. They're kind of like almost monkey-looking. They have huge eyes. Oh, I know. They're very small. And it's sitting there. Wearing clothes. Um, and as you kind of look around you, you Can really... I keep it? Well, uh, we're, we'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. say, I'm glad for one that Bill Door did not run into the spirit. Because yeah. Bo Staff would have probably hit it if it tried oh, to jump no. out. <laughs> it would have just went right through it. Um, I don't think these are real spirits. Something that you... Okay, well, you're at me. Okay. Something that you notice as you approach this, you look around, you've been really focused on this mist, and obviously the walls of the hedge maze kind of obscured your view. But as you've stepped out into the center, the world and the sky around you do not look like they Is did... Is it red? When, not, okay. um, more like an auburn, kind of a burnt orange color. And something just feels really foreign about where you've stepped into. Mm. And this this spirit being uh, 
actually is sitting facing away from you, but its head turns like an all the way around to look at you uh, with its uh, giant uh, 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 eyes. That's when it went And it says, it says, Hello, my name is Ushide. Welcome to the center of my maze. <laughs> and with that, we will call episode nine to a close. Thank you so much for listening to our show. Of course, don't forget to follow or subscribe to our podcast through whatever podcast site that you're using, such as iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, and others. Additionally, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just look for the social media icons. Following us on social media gives you access to all news, announcements, and of course, new episodes as they are released. You can check out our website, bendersandbrews.com, which will feature all of our episodes as well as news, announcements, and even cool character and player profiles. It's a great hub of information for the Benders and Brews podcast. And finally, we would be truly humbled if you would be willing to take the time to leave us a review if your podcast site allows you to do so, such as on iTunes. Or in the case of YouTube, you can hit the like and subscribe button and drop us a comment. Tell us about what you thought about our podcast episodes. It sure would mean a lot to us. Avatar Legends is a tabletop role-playing game created by Magpie Games. Nickelodeon, Avatar, and all related titles, logos, and characters are trademarks of Viacom International Inc., all rights reserved. I also want to thank the following artists who you can find on Fiverr for their amazing creative work on this podcast. Character art was done by Alicio Papadraw. Background art by Kenichi. Music by Joe Tims 215 Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.